Welcome to Stand Up Stand Up, presented by IT Misfits. This is where tech professionals and comedy intersect daily in your new favorite stand-up meet. Each episode has two parts, a roundtable discussion on an IT topic, and then an open source open mic, where each comic shares or works on a stand-up comedy bit. At the end of the week, we perform our final crafted bit. Just like any good stand-up meeting, we try to make these short and valuable. Hopefully, this brings a smile to your day, gives you something to think about, and most importantly, gives you something funny you can share with other IT professionals. We've been talking this week about uh, Project Oxygen, Google's research into what it takes to be a good manager and what people are looking for in managers. Today, we're going to go over a couple of points from that. One, supports career development and discusses performance. And two, has key technical skills to help advise the team. And I'm just going to jump into the first one. Supports career development and discusses performance is one of those things. I heard a story a long time ago about uh, people got onto an elevator and they did this sort of social experiment. I think it was the buttons didn't light up and there was no, like the, the uh, you know, like what floor you're on. And this was a tall building. So they would push like 18. And then they had their elevator rigged to just go up one floor and doors open. Clearly, you as a, as a human that's ridden in an elevator before know that one floor, you, there's no way you're on the floor that you need to be on, right? And something like 85% of people would get off that elevator immediately and go try and get on a different elevator because there was no, they had no idea where they were in the building and it was unsettling. And I look at career uh, development and performance that way. If you're not giving any feedback to people, even going back to imposter syndrome, we, we have this feeling of, well, I don't know where I am and that's not okay. I would rather you tell me I'm not doing well so at least I know where I am than you tell me nothing. Because if you're saying nothing and I have no idea, it's unsettling. I'm going to I'm going to think bad, I'm going to think good, and really it's going to occupy a lot of my brain because I am pre I'll just be preoccupied with, well, where am I? If you're waiting till the end of the year to give somebody feedback, you've also failed. If that's the only time you give somebody feedback on how they're doing and what they're doing, you are going to fail. You have to give feedback to people very early on and then consistently throughout the year when they get to their annual review they aren't surprised by anything you can call out the things where hey this is places where i thought you could have improved these are places where you're doing really well and you know we've talked about these things throughout the year i feel really good about it there is that you need to document that stuff even if it's for yourself uh journaling about how you've done with people and and how you how people have done and what they've done and the positives and negatives of their career throughout the year are really important. Having dates are, that sort of thing is very important as a leader and sharing that information with your employees is really critical as a leader. Tim, I'm gonna hand it over to you. Any thoughts that you have there? Super passionate topic for me, super passionate. Awesome. I absolutely, absolutely 
love talking about this particular aspect of leadership and management. Um, as a leader, as a manager uh, for the company that I work for, it is my obligation. It is my obligation. It's not an option. It's my obligation to make sure that I'm giving constant feedback to my team members, good and bad, right? And I always follow that philosophy is you praise in public and you lecture in private because you absolutely have to. Yeah. But if you owe them, and I, I'm going to use the word owe, you owe your employees, your team members, the, the feedback that they deserve. And just like Jerry is saying, good or bad, you owe it to them. And the reason why you owe it to them is it's your job to manage them and to lead them. And if they are left to assume that they're either doing well or not doing well, what you're going to end up having is you're going to have people that are going to continue to operate in a way that's substandard and below expectations, which means they're going to produce mm. substandard and low expectation output. Sure. And you're going to have others that are so worried about their own performances that they just run themselves into the ground and they, mm. they just they end up burning themselves out. Yeah, right? that's a great point too. You, you've got to be able to tame both sides. Uh, the other part of this, too, that's really important is you need to get interested in their careers. Mm. And, and I'm going to say this, and a lot of people are, yeah, you, a lot of people aren't going to get get behind this. And, and there's a reason why. But what you have to do as a manager, as a leader, is you've got to get interested in your team members and what what is it that they ultimately want to do, if anything else. And maybe they don't know. And if they don't know, that's fine, too. But 10 years from now. If you have a senior network engineer on your team, they're going to move on to another company or they're going to get promoted in that company. They, there's really no, really no other direction that they're going to go in. Either they're going to move up to lead position, architect, manager, or go parallel to another section or other position in the company, or they're going to move on. And you have to, you have to, you have to recognize that and acknowledge it. So as a leader, as a manager, Part of your job as well is how can you help them get to the next step? And, you know, the, the thought process or maybe the argument is, well, why would I do that? Because I'm going to lose a good person. Yeah. It's a I good point. That. It's a good point. I hear that. But if you, if you don't invest in them and you don't get interested in their own development and growth, what you end up having is you end up having someone that's going to find another place that's going to offer that for them. And then they are going to inevitably leave. Yeah, for Why sure. Wouldn't they leave, right? Yep. So get interested, right? Get interested in your people. I will say this, and Jerry actually introduced me to this, and I would encourage our, our listeners or viewers out there to tap into this, is it is a book called Strength Finders. So go out and find it. It's on Amazon. It's about 12 bucks. And it essentially allows you to assess who you are and what makes you tick and your strengths and weaknesses and interests and, and what's not interesting. And then it's a very short book. You can complete it in a couple of hours, and then you get an opportunity to take a test. And the results of that test will help you kind of understand a little bit more about yourself. The idea is you share those results with your manager so they understand, because managers out there, guys, listen, you can't motivate your team members. You got to find out what motivates them. Hmm. but that's going to help you. So what I did over this past week is I, I got with my HR lady. I had her send out, order that book and send it out to all my team members. I myself are going to go back and read it again. So it's fresh. Yeah. Uh, 
And, you know, I, I approach it the same way, Jerry, you approached me a couple of years ago. And that is, I'm not, it, I told him this. In fact, I was sitting in the airport last week when I told him I was flying back because I call each one of them. I want you to read it. I'm not going to force you to give me the results. But if you want to share it, great. We'll look at it together. If not, that's fine too. But guys, that's how, that's how things are done. Get interested in your people. If you take care of your people, they will take care of you. Yeah, that's that's an absolutely great insight, Tim, and, and I agree. And I do really like that strengths finder. I think it it really does it drives a conversation. It if you as a manager then share yours, I think it drives that part of the conversation. Like here's the things I'm good at. But it to me as a I, I, you know I mean I'm kind of a people person. Um, I think I really enjoy learning that stuff about somebody else. Like man, that's so cool and. And it's not just, oh, well, you're the strengths finder doesn't really like, oh, you're good at math. It's not that kind of thing. It's more sort of personality traits. And asking somebody, so how do you think that works at work, right? Taking those conversations a little bit further and saying, help me understand how your, you know, if you have a strength in competition, how do you think that helps at work? Where, how does that, how does that boil up in you? And where would I see it? It just, it drives conversation. You could think the entire, um, all of the results are incorrect or bunk, but even if that's the case, you're still gonna drive conversation with that employee. You're gonna learn more about them. I do also think you, you make a great point of the, get excited about knowing your employees. You should know, you know, you know the basics of your employees as much as they wanna share with you about them personally. Um, not, and you don't need to get into the super duper nitty gritty details, but certainly knowing if they have a partner, if they're married, um, if, they're, uh, if they're divorced, they have children, you know, where did they maybe, where did they grow up? Uh, those sorts of things over time, not, you know, like, oh, give you a questionnaire or something along those lines, but over time, figuring those things out, again, it shows interest in that person. It builds that relationship it builds trust between the two of you so that when now when you are giving maybe not the greatest feedback it the the person hopefully feels like it's coming from a place of care and concern not i'm just a you know a drone or a, a mindless jerk that's just telling you that you you stink at your job or something yeah. so anyways i think that's great on the yep. technical skill side of the world this is a lot of the times for me, I, I say, look, this is really table stakes. In IT, having technical a technical skill set and your ability to leverage that technical skill set to advise your team is, is important. And I, at the same time, there's a manager level, a director level, but then as you start to get into like the executive level things, I'm not sure that that plays the same way and then as a project manager, I would say, you're not really expected to have that technical level skill set for every single thing on a project. But man, if you're on a project and you've got some understanding of what people are saying as a project manager, it really is helpful to, to, to have that technical skill set sort of broader technical skill set. I'm not going to configure a router, but I certainly should understand when someone says that they have to, what that means. And um, 
at a as a project manager, I think that's important. But as like a network manager, network engineering manager like you, it really is important because people are going to come to you for guidance, right? Like, hey, I was going to do this, but but what about what if, or I was going to try this. And you can caution, you can say, whoa, 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 before you make that change, or absolutely, you can gauge their skill sets and where you want to give them rain, the reins to just go do versus where you're going to pull them in and say, no, nah, we need to watch this one really closely. So it, I think there's a there's a level where that plays out and doesn't play out. But, but I'm not sure that it that it's across the board for leadership. And the higher you go, it's probably not as not as critical. But it still right. plays a part at, at every at every level. It has to be, yeah. You, the the fundamentals of of we'll say networking because you brought that up. They have to be there. They have to be strong. They have to be seasoned. Uh, and they have to be well well baked. Meaning that you know a network manager should have a good eight to 10 years of experience as a network engineer in the networking space. So they Got can it. speak the language. They Got can it. understand some of the un, unspoken, unwritten rules about networking and hmm. what it means to be a network engineer and what it means to be a network engineer dealing with people who aren't network engineers. Yeah. And to have conversations about why it's not a network problem. <laughs> yeah. Problems arise. So yeah, that, that's an absolute. I would tell you though, any, this is for employees. I would, any day of the week, I would take somebody junior who has maybe one or two years as an engineer, but has an attitude of they are hungry, they're ready to get after things, they're coachable, they're not afraid, they're okay taking calculated risks, they communicate well. And, you know, that sounds very ass backwards from what you would think is needed when you get into an interview. And typically, we all know it. Typically, they're they're more concerned about your technical uh, acumen than they are about your ability to communicate and your, your personality. Most jobs are. But in the long run, if you want to, especially on a small team, if you want to complement your team when you bring someone on, yes, cover the technical side. That's very important. In my mind, that's easy. It's easy. I can read a Cisco um, study guide and, and pass a CCMP core exam in a couple of months. Anybody can, really. You got enough experience behind you, you can do it. What you can't teach and what you can't microwave is someone with an, an attitude that they are willing to be coached. They're willing mm -hmm. to help out the team. They're willing to get a little vulnerable and open up. And I'm not saying I need to know all your personal business because I don't. But if you're not willing to open up um, and let me help you help the company, it's going to be very difficult for the both of us. So any day of the week, give me somebody junior, green, wet behind the ears with a great attitude and can spell CCNA versus a, a CCIE double, triple, it's been around since uh, uh, Frame Relay was first deployed. Yeah, <laughs> that's where I'm sitting. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thank you, Tim. I, 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 those are great insights. Hopefully, people are able to take something from that and really run with it. I would tell you if you are a if you're a individual contributor and you're wanting to get into management, the things Tim said are are things to really be thinking about. I, we all have 
in general, you don't get very far in IT without having that technical skill set. If you don't feel like yours is there yet, continue to develop it, continue to learn. Please have that, have that uh, dedication to growth. We have to be lifelong learners in IT, or else you will be a, um, you know, you'll be stuck managing Frame Relay for a for the last company on earth that uses it. Um, but on the flip side of it, as a as an individual contributor wanting to get into management, think about the technical skill set or the practice of management and starting to learn those things. Read some read some books on management. It, it is a skill that has to be developed. You can't, you don't just become a manager and then everybody just does what you say and oh, that's the way the world works and it's perfect. It, it it's not that way. It really is a, a long learning uh in a in a fairly steep learning curve. And you got to take a lot of that on yourself because we're just not great at it in IT. And we could go try and make all, you know, all of companies better at it. It's better to try and look at you and say, hey, you need to be learning this stuff now so that you're ready for that job when it comes your way. And I know it will come your way. You, everybody will get an opportunity to lead in some way, shape or form. Be ready for it, have, have prep for it, et cetera. With that said, I've got a little bit here uh, for the open source side of the world. Uh, so uh, I think it's important for people to know that in 2017, that's uh, when I officially transitioned. Yeah, that's when I went from being a PC guy to an Apple guy. That was my transition. <laughs> and uh, I love the and now, now uh, I identify as a cultural elite that really doesn't put up with people that like PCs crap because they're clearly below me. Anyways, that's my that's my bit for the day. I don't know if that's even appropriate. Hopefully that <laughs> I'm not sure how that'll play out in the long run. But hey, um it is kind of funny how many things when people use those terms, um I think well we've been doing stuff like this in IT for a long time, right? Like uh yeah, anyways, we'll get into that in a different episode. All right, Tim, uh anything else that you wanted to say before we adjourn for the day? All good stuff, Jerry. No, I'm good to go. I appreciate uh, the time. And thank you, listeners and viewers and followers. Absolutely. Great episode. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, that's the end of the meeting for the day. Thank you so much for sharing your time with us. We really appreciate it. And we never, ever take it for granted. With that said, hopefully you found something funny today. And if you did, excellent. If you ever want to share anything with us, please reach out to us on our website, itmisfits.com. Uh, you can find us on Facebook and other places as well. Most importantly, share something funny with another IT professional today. Our jobs are hard. They are complex. We work weird hours and our jobs are very stressful. If you share something funny with somebody today and make their day a little brighter, you will be amazed at how much better your day is because of it. Thank you. Have a great day. That's it for today's stand-up meeting. Remember, this isn't just a podcast. It's a weekly process to find the funny. You are front row at the birth of any of this comedy. It's open source. So please feel free to share this with people that you work with. If you 
you share something funny with other people, their day will be brighter and you'll be amazed at how much better your day is because of it. Thank you very much for being here. Have a great day.